You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are Locked On Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick of the Dallas Morning News, here to make our selections for the Rangers all-franchise infield. So I didn't really explain, do a good job of explaining how this is going to work. Um, so I've closed the Twitter polls for um, the infield tomorrow. Um, I Yeah, I believe it's tomorrow. I'm around sometime late afternoon. The polls for outfield um, will close, and that's when I'll have the um, outfield, um, the outfield podcast recorded. But for today, um, all the... Polls are closed. We did it for like five days um, on best infielder. So the way this is going to work is I'm going to make my selection for all franchise positions, and then I'm going to read off what um, the Twitter polls say that y'all said um, for your franchise um, selection for all franchise infielders. Um, and if there's a tiebreaker, if we disagree, then if y'all say something over 50% um, and I have said something different, then y'all will get the selection. So I will tweet out those teams once they've as they are selected so without further ado here we go let's start with first base um first base at 60 percent we have rafael parmero um 25 is mark Teixeira, and 15 percent is will clark i don't have any disagreements uh rafael palmero is was my pick as well um he was a first baseman slash left field he only played left field for a little bit um but he was a two-time All-Star um, with the Rangers four times in his career. He was a part of that 99 uh, playoff team. He finished top five at MVP voting there. Um, he won a gold glove and a silver slugger that year. Um, he also won two war gold gloves, but that was when he was with um, Baltimore. He also won another silver slugger while he was there. But yeah, he is among the the league, the Rangers leaders in um, offensive war. He is actually at uh, second. Um no, no, no. Sorry, he is at sixth. Um, Palmeiro is, is first um, in offensive war. Juan Gonzalez's offensive war was 37.5 with the Rangers, um, which kind of dragged his, his overall war down a little bit since he was just a first baseman. Um, actually, never mind. Scratch that. He's second all-time in, in position players. What am I talking about? 44.6 baseball reference war. Uh, that's behind only Pudge's even 50 um, for career um, war among Rangers players. Um yeah, he's a really, really solid player for the Rangers. Um, yeah, Palmero was fifth all-time in career slugging percentage with 516. Um, OPS, where is he? Um, at fifth with 897 for his Rangers career. Really, really solid player. Um, he's second all-time in total bases to only Michael Young. Uh, Michael Young has 3286. Um, Juan Gonzalez has 3,073. That is, uh, just ahead of, actually, no, no, sorry. Flip that. I'm not talking about Juan Gonzalez. I'm talking about Rafael Palmero. Palmero is third. He's at 3,026, only a, just a, a 48, 47, actually, behind, uh, Juan Gonzalez for second place. And just ahead of Pudge. Actually, pretty far ahead of Pudge, like 200 bases ahead of Pudge. Um, anyway, yeah, really, really solid player on a bunch of important Rangers teams and absolutely deserves this honor. So now we move on to second base. This was, um, surprisingly 
I, I mean, I knew what I was going to vote, and I felt very confidently about it, but I was surprised that y'all voted this way. Um, Ian Kinsler with 80, 86% of the vote. 86. Uh, Mark Mecklemore with only 2%. Oh, poor Mark. Um, and Julio Franco with 12% of the vote. Um, I thought Julio maybe deserved a little bit more, but uh, Ian Kinsler, really, really valuable Rangers player. Um, and on those important 2010 through 2000, uh, was it 13 teams? Where'd he go? Um, yeah, meant a lot to the Rangers. Oh, to, yeah, through 2013. And then 2014 was the year of uh, the... The curse from uh, Ian Kinsler, who wanted um, the Rangers to go 0-162, which ultimately didn't happen. But still, still a very important part of those Rangers teams. Um, in terms of war, he is fifth in position players um, with a 35 even war. Pretty dang solid. Um, where was it? He was another a leader of something. There it is. Uh, stolen base percentage. He was a really, really good stolen base number uh, player while he was here. Um, not only the, the, just the number, but the efficiency as well. Um, he is tops with 80.37 uh, stolen base percentage over his career. Actually, just under him, funny enough, is Julio Franco. And then Delino is up there at third with a uh, 78.5% uh, success rate on stolen bases, which really solid. Um, honestly, a uh, really important player in the Rangers franchise history. I already said that. Uh, he is ninth all-time in home runs with 156, actually tied with uh, Alex Rodriguez. He is, funny enough, one behind Nelson Cruz. Cruz had uh, 157 um, to Ian Kinsler, and I can't remember the record for leadoff home runs, but I'm fairly certain, uh, just leading off a game home runs, I'm fairly certain that Ian Kinsler has that record. Very important player for the Rangers. Honestly, gets overlooked a whole lot, but I'm glad that Twitter recognized how important he was to those Rangers teams um, and how good he's been for his entire career as a Ranger. You know, he really didn't get the respect growing up, but he got, um, there was a thought that he might get moved off his position, uh, but he actually ended up moving Michael Young over to shortstop back when he came up, but the Rangers ended up trading him for Prince Fielder when they thought that uh, Jerickson Profar was going to be the next big thing, which they had no right to not think that, but injuries and... Uh, other things derailed his career, and it was kind of sad. and ended up being a really great trade for Detroit, but not so great for the Rangers. But he still lives on in our hearts, and uh, he was actually on this this thing that uh, Evan Grant did, a reunion of the 2010, um, Evan Grant of the Dallas Morning News. He did this uh, reunion. If you go uh, Google it, Dallas Morning News, 2010 Rangers World Series reunion, um, it'll be in there. Um, you can find it. But he, did, he actually joined them on that, which is good to see – the, some of the hurt that he felt in 2014 after being traded is is gone, and uh, he still loves his, his 2010 Rangers teammates, so that's really nice to see. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at the shortstop position, definitely by far the most contentious and uh, crazy uh, and up-in-the-air vote that we had, um, definitely the closest. But when we come back, we're going to look at that right after this word from our sponsors. If you're like me and you're up super late often and need someone to come bring you something, anything, food, um, you name it, usually food, um, Postmates is something that you absolutely need. From early morning breakfast to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, sometimes you just need it delivered fast, and that's where Postmates is there for you. Um, if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's honestly why I love Postmates. Um, they deliver from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. They don't just deliver burgers and sushi. They make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery to. Convenience score, stores, clothing stores. Honestly, like whatever you need, they have it. Just download Postmates 
for iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked on. That's code locked on for $100 free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. So y'all voted not how I thought you were going to vote. Honestly, I was kind of shocked. Michael Young, I debated on putting him in three different positions. I debated creating his own position for him. Uh, did I want to put him at second base? We didn't play that much. Um, or shortstop, where he actually played most of his games, or third base, where he'd get blown out by Beltre. But uh, shortstop, I felt like he had the, the best shot at getting it. And and here's the results of this poll. 120 vo- 124 votes. Um, Elvis Andrews got 29% of the vote. Alex Rodriguez got 34%. And Michael Young got 37%. I know there's some Michael Young love, but I was surprised. I thought that Elvis might top him because he's a current Ranger, um, and he has played all of his career with the Rangers and didn't leave at the end. Well, so far hasn't left at the end. Um, and he's still here a part of the being a part of the 2010 through 2013 runs. And then 2015 and 16, when the Rangers made the playoffs as well. Um, I thought those were really important teams. And, and Elvis was the only one who was a part of, of all of those. And the only current Ranger who was still on those 2010, 2011 teams. Um, so I was surprised he didn't get more love. Um, but since it was such a close poll, I am going to be the deciding factor and be the bad guy and vote for the bad guy in Alex Rodriguez. I think it's just he was just too good here to leave off of this team. He was just absolutely incredible. Um, let me go read some of the places where he ranks in his career numbers. Only playing three seasons here. Like, it's absolutely insane how many of these leaderboards he's very, very high up there on. Um In terms of uh, slugging percentage, he is first by far. uh, A 6.15 slugging percentage in his three years as a Ranger. Next is Juan Gonzalez with 5.65. So he is 50 points better than the next closest guy. Um, His OPS is 10.11, which is uh, just over uh, 104 points higher than the next closest, which is Juan Gonzalez, who is a two-time MVP, uh, which is just, it's just insane these numbers um in terms of batting average he is tied for fourth with rusty greer uh 305 home runs like i just said he's tied for ninth he was only here three seasons and he's tied with ian kinsler for ninth most in rangers history um he's definitely not even close to Juan gonzalez's 372 that definitely tops the list um but he's up there in terms of total bases he's not quite on there um in terms of RBI, there's so many good RBI guys that uh, he could not make it on there as well. Um, I want to say he's on there with uh, intentional walks. Let me go see if I can find that. Intentional base on balls. Uh, Rafael Palmero is uh, is first with uh, 113. And no, somehow Alex Rodriguez is not on here. Um, but yeah, incredibly talented player while he was here. Um, I would have liked to see him steal more bases. I bet he could have. I don't think he, I just think he didn't feel like it. Honestly, that was, uh, my thought on that. Um, three time, an all-star every year, a silver slugger every year, a gold glover, uh, two years should have been a two time MVP, maybe even three time. Uh, I don't know. 2001, his numbers were pretty, pretty solid, but, uh, yeah, that was actually the year that Ichiro Suzuki, um, his first year in the league. Um, A-Rod actually had a higher war than him that year, 
Jason Giambi actually had the highest war, which is kind of insane. Uh, but Ichiro won. Uh, that was his, I believe, his first year here. Uh, was two thousand one. Um, yeah, because that was the first year that A Rod was here, and we just talked about that. But um, yeah, <laughs> Ichiro came in and hit the three fifty, um, uh, and was an absolute revelation. Meanwhile, that year, uh, Alex Rodriguez hit three eighteen on base at three ninety nine. Slugging of 622, a 1021 OPS, just absolutely absurd. 52 home runs, 201 hits, um, 18 stolen bases, uh, 75 walks. Just ridiculous numbers. Absolutely ridiculous numbers on a team that wasn't the greatest. You know, it's fine. It's fine that they weren't the greatest because he really was that year. Um, hold on. Need to go look up that record and see how good they actually were. Um, kind of a hodgepodge team, a lot of like guys from different eras um, on that team. Pudge was still there. Um, Rafael Palmero was there. Um, who else was there? Um, yeah, a lot of guys that were on uh, different uh, teams. Oh, yeah, Ruben Sierra, definitely a guy from a different era. Um, that was kind of a fun team. Michael Young's, uh, gosh, I want to say that was his first year in the league. I forgot that he was there. Yeah, Ruben Sierra was a 35-year-old DH at the time. Rusty Greer um, was 32 and still playing a little bit. Um, Darren Oliver was playing as well. Kenny Rogers, gosh, literally a bunch of guys from different eras, but yeah, Alex Rodriguez was too good in that season, um, to not, to not get the nod there. Um, for me, um, yeah, that was the highest, his highest batting average was that year. Um, his highest OPS was that year as well. Um, but, um, his highest home run total was, uh, 57 in 2002. That is a, uh, franchise record, um, something that I don't think anybody until Joey Gallo gets a full season. I think if Joey gets a full season, like he was doing in the first half of last season, then maybe he'll um, pass that number, but that's a record that stood for a while. And I think it will continue to stand for a while. Um, it would take an absolutely incredible season to pass 57 home runs. So yeah, sorry for being unpopular, but I, I want to balance the other guys didn't do as much. Like, I mean, I know Michael Young and Elvis are, up there leading all kinds of franchise leaderboards and Elvis is going to be up there even higher when his career is all said and done. And his career is not even close to being said and done. Cause he's just uh, 32, but a rod was just so good for those peak years. I, I can't, I can't wrestle and, and deal with, with not having him, him on there. I can't, I can't do it. But this next choice is, is incredibly easy. Definitely the easiest pick on this bracket. Well, no, no, I'm going to say it. Yeah, the easiest pick on this bracket. Um, Adrian Beltre um, at third base gets 96% of the vote. Buddy Bell gets 1%. Oh, poor Buddy Bell. You never stood a chance, even though you were very, very good. You just didn't stand a chance. And Hank Blaylock got 3% of the vote with 137 votes. Huh. Shocking. Adrian Beltre was going strong with 100% like five hours into this, and I thought he might go the distance and still get 100%. But no Twitter poll can ever get 100% of anything because there's always got to be one person who, who goes and is, does something different. And it's actually Adrian Beltre's birthday. So happy birthday, Adrian Beltre. What a great time to talk about how incredible um, he is. He is a two-time Platinum Glove winner, four-time All-Star. It's kind of insane that it's only four times, but, you know, we'll get over it. F only a five-time Cole Glover. He should have had, like, 30 of these things, even though he only played for 20 seasons. He still should have had 30. Um, yeah. He only won, oh gosh, how many was it? Um, he His first one wasn't until he was 28 in Seattle. He won back-to-back -back ones in 2007, 2008. Um, the highest he got in MVP voting was while he was a Ranger. 
Uh, actually, second highest. For, highest in uh, AL MVP voting. He got second in 2004 um, to a guy named Barry Bonds. Uh, yeah, poor poor Adrian didn't get the respect he deserved there. But, you know, it's fine. Adrian wasn't using steroids, so um, he's the real MVP in our hearts. And in 2012, um, he finished third in MVP voting that season. Um, finished behind, oh yeah, Miguel, peak Miguel Cabrera and Mike Trout. Mike Trout absolutely should have won it. That was uh, the year that Mike Trout had 10.5 war, but there was the whole triple crown thing, and that was a big deal for some reason. I don't know. Um, yeah, that year, Beltre hit, um, he played in 156 games, hit 321 on base of 359, slugged 561. That was 36 home runs, uh, 194 hits, 102 RBI. He did have his, his typical uh, one stolen base for the season, an OPS of 921. Uh, yeah, Miguel Cabrera had an OPS literally one point under uh, 1,000. So really solid season from him. Mike Trout was unbelievable and absolutely should have uh, should have won it. But Beltre got 54% of the vote, um, just ahead of his own teammate, Josh Hamilton, uh, and Robinson Cano, who came in fourth. Um, yeah, just the fact that he was as good as he was and he hit his peak when he became a Ranger at age 32 and sustained it basically through age 37, who is the last time that he got MVP votes. He also won a gold glove at age 37 in 2016 and was a huge part of the Rangers, uh, winning a division that year. Um, I think that was the, the year that they traded for Cole Hamels. I could be, um, I could be wrong. I, I think that was actually 2015. Um, that they traded for Cole Hamels. Um, yes, yes, that was 2015. But 16 was the year that the Astros were absolutely supposed to be uh, basically the same team that they have now, um, or at least all the, the young stars were just starting to come into their own, and that was the year that, okay, the Astros are going to win the World Series, and they didn't even win their own division because Adrian Belcher was like, I'm not done yet, and I am not going to be done for another few years. And he wasn't, so all credit to him. Uh, but yeah, Adrian Beltre. Far and away, my selection. Um, let me read a couple of where he ranks on the all-time Rangers uh, leaderboards. In terms of position player war, he is third with 41.2. Kind of crazy that he came here at age 32. If only he came here just a little bit sooner, but uh, we will survive with that. Um, he is seventh all-time in defensive war, uh, 7.4. Um, batting average, he is sixth at 304. Slugging percentage, he is seventh with 509. Um Da, 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 da. He's up here in another few home runs. Where is he? Yeah, fifth with 199, just behind Pudge with 217, um, and just ahead of Ruben Sierra. Um, yeah, hugely important player, hugely fun player. Um, seventh in an all-time uh, RBI with a 699. Kind of crazy. He's like one tick away from uh, an even 200 home runs with the Rangers and uh, an even 700 RBI with the Rangers. But doesn't matter. Still one of the greatest Rangers players of all time and an absolute favorite and a delight to watch. So congratulations, Adrian Beltre, on your supreme win. Uh, and lastly, this was the least close Twitter poll. Um, with 136 votes, we have catcher um, Pudge Rodriguez, 99% of the vote. Jim Sun Sunberg, 0% of the vote. And Robinson Torino's got 1% of the vote. Um, in hindsight, I maybe should have put... Uh, Maybe should have put Mike uh, Mike Napoli on here. Um, just don't know why I didn't think of that. Um, but you know, I'm gonna live with it. If Robinson Trinos goes, whatever baseball does start, and if Trinos has another couple good seasons with the Rangers, um, then I'll feel much better about him not putting 
Napoli on his, on this list because Napoli at his peak was probably better, definitely better than uh, than Robinson Chirinos. And uh, unless the Rangers something crazy happens with the Rangers and something really crazy happens with Robinson Chirinos, I don't think that uh, Robinson Chirinos is going to be as close to winning a World Series MVP as Mike Napoli was. So your all franchise infield, we have at first base. Rafael Palmeiro, second base, Ian Kinsler, at shortstop, Alex Rodriguez, third base, Adrian Beltre, and catcher, Pudge Rodriguez. So, uh, tomorrow, I believe tomorrow, what is today, Wednesday? Yeah, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, the polls will close for, um, for the outfield polls, um, we've got, uh, a few more hours on that uh, if you're listening to this tomorrow. Um, so go vote today. Uh, I might close those polls early just so I can get the episode out a little bit earlier to you. Um, but yeah, so there you have it. Rangers all-time infield. Here we are. Um, next week, we're going to go do something different. I'll probably have a few guests on because, uh, you know, there's just there's some different things that, that we need to talk about besides all franchise teams. So this has been a nice, fun two weeks. But uh, yeah, we'll get to something different next week. But for now, stay safe. Thanks for listening and uh, wash your hands.